Sportscast. What's going on, sports fans? Welcome to another episode of KFR Sportscast. I am BG, and I am joined by none other than Big Sexy Jake. And joining us yet again is Randy Moses. Randy, how you doing? Living. I'm living again. Living. Back again. Back Love again. it. Nickname him Drake because he's back to back. Okay. And, and to the heel, we miss you. We miss you. Yes, we miss you. Baby, come back. You can blame it all on me. Anyway, all right. Sorry. No, I ain't, I ain't taking that far. I'm taking no blame. I am not John Gruden. Anyways, we're <laughs> it going was not into... my fault. It was not my fault. Uh, we're going to go right into these 4 o'clock games. So, obviously, some of these 4 o'clock game matchups don't look to be as appealing as our 1 o'clock matchups did. Uh, but we are going to start with the 0-6 charity case Detroit Lions going against the L.A. Rams, Matt Stafford versus Detroit, and Jared Goff versus Sean McVay. Jake, what you got? Uh, Detroit, I got you, so you don't have to do it. I will do it for you. I will take the shame for you, okay? It's I the boss this game for you. All right. Because I'm, I, I feel for you guys. I want you guys to get a win so badly, but it's not going to be this week. Mm. It's definitely not going to be this week. You guys nope. have, um, uh, what's the word? Um, no chance in hell of beating this team. I'm sorry. Just none, none whatsoever. Um, you want to talk about a revenge game? This is it. This is it. Matt Stafford, I know he hasn't publicly said it, but I know deep down inside of him, he's circled this game. He circled this game on the calendar, and he's like, when this team comes into my new home, I'm going to show them who daddy is. I'm going to show them why their fans loved me all these years. I'm going to make them – I'm going to be the cause of their pain this week. So, yeah, I got I got L.A. in this one, and I, I'm not even going to go into the reason why. I mean, it's just the proof is in the pudding. It's just there. Matt Stafford's going to annihilate his old team, and they're going to go to 0-7, and Dan Campbell's probably going to be crying in another press conference. Bold prediction. All right, Randy. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing with the bag on the head. <laughs> Double boss! Uh, yes! <laughs> Fuck yes! Uh, you know, Love it! I, I, I feel bad for Detroit, right? Because they went into the season with no receivers. And, and the one receiver they did have, and I, I'm, he came from the Chargers, Tyrell Williams. Um, he got a concussion and has been pretty serious. So he's just been out since then. And um, I, I just feel bad. Like, they don't have receivers. I mean, Goff's – I think Goff's a good QB. He's got no one to throw the ball to. I mean, nobody's running the routes properly. It's just sloppy football at this point. Um, 
You know, you can't rely on running backs because they really don't have a, a, a huge guy at running back either. So I, I just don't even think it's close. Um, the Rams are going to annihilate them. It, it, it's going to be worse than than the Rams when they played the Giants last week. It's it's over for them. I do pull for Detroit. I hope they get a win soon, but it's not this week, like BJ said. So um, Rams by 30. <laughs> Wow. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. Man. Okay. Um, so I think it's been like three or four weeks in a row now that I've, I've pulled for the Rams and the Rams to win. Because uh, I really do. I really do want them to, to get, get that win. Again. You mean the Lions? Yeah, the Lions. My bad. My, my fault. Sorry. I was um, going to be like, well, then you would have been right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> So I got I got the real winner on my mind. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Detroit has just been through so much. Unfortunately, we go triple boss, but I don't have a boss with me here. So, um, a cert boss here, a cert boss to Brian. Put it on for you. There we go. There's my. There's our triple boss. You trash. You stink. You stink. Got you, my friend. I got you covered. All right, so as far as the numbers go, I mean, Detroit is basically dead even in everything. 25th in offense, 25th in defense, 24th in passing offense, 23rd in, in rushing. Uh, on, on the Rams' side of the ball, they're 10th in offense, 21st in defense, 4th in passing, and 20th in rushing. Um, the Rams are absolutely going to win this game. By 30, I don't know. Uh, it's just so – like, I mean, I understand that they're 0-6, but it's just so hard to really, like, blow out, blow out an NFL team, especially one that's working as hard as the Detroit Lions. Um, I'm still, I'm still going to say at least probably 17. Um. I'm going to say a 17-point win for the Rams. Uh, as far as fantasy goes, if you have the Rams defense, start them. Uh, if you have Matthew Stafford, start him. Uh, Cooper Cup has been just torching up fantasy. Start him. Robert Woods is going to get involved. Uh, I'm going to say that I'm going to say Matthew Stafford is going to have six passing touchdowns. I believe it. I mean, it's not even a bold prediction. I just, that's what he's yeah, going to have. It, 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 that I, I feel like you're selling him a little short. <laughs> <laughs> you might be selling him a little short, to be honest. <laughs> just, yeah. Another Doesn't... one more time. One more again. Uh, yeah. You know, we're going with the boss. Um, as far as for Detroit goes, I mean, there's not much to say. TJ Hawkinson has been doing okay. Uh, I don't know how much you're going to get out of DeAndre Swift because, I mean, Aaron Donald at the front, you're probably not going to get much production out of him. Uh, he terrorized us last week, man. Oh, my God. I just kept hearing Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, yeah. Aaron Donald. It was like it was like I was in a torture chamber, and it was just like a fucking – in the mm-hmm. earphones, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald. Oh, my God. If I had a fucking penny for every time I heard his name last week, I'd be pretty rich. 
Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna say like this game, like I feel like this is going to be a competitive game in the first quarter and in the first quarter alone. And then after that, goodbye, Rams. There you go. You might as well just put in your second string. Because like your second string is going to beat the Detroit Lions. But yeah. Rams by 17. Multiple appearances by the boss. Multiple bosses. Multiple. Bosses. If this, if this game was in Detroit, I would, I would, I would, uh, I would say let's let's tally a boss count. You know, oh tally my a boss god. Count. Oh my god! If this game was in Detroit, that would be. I don't know why they epic. didn't do it in Detroit. That would be epic. I wish this was in Detroit, so that I like, know. just because of the the you know. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see it in, in the in the upcoming years, maybe yeah. you know, maybe next year or something. Because this uh, Matt Stafford looks like he's got a lot left in the tank. So. Yeah. Also, very fun fact that has absolutely nothing to do with football because I learned this and I'm so proud of it. If you go to Detroit and you go directly south, you end up in Canada. If you didn't know that, now you know. Moving on to the next game, though. Wait. What? Just look it up later. Okay. All right. Uh, that. Wow. You know what? Maybe. You know. Maybe that. You know that actually might be possible because of the way Michigan yeah. is shaped. It's fucking weird, man. Yeah. Michigan is shaped very weird. Yeah. But anyways, moving on to our next game. Philadelphia going into the black hole of or the Death Star. Yeah. Las now Vegas. The Death Star. The Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I feel like the black you can never really like take the black hole out of Oakland. Oakland. I feel like that would be a a knock to the Oakland uh, yeah. fans of the Raiders. I don't know, right. but maybe maybe they might um, embrace it. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I'm not a Raiders fan, so I wouldn't know. I think the Raiders answered perfectly last week to to you know all the media. You know, with the Gruden situation, I think they they went out there, they played football, um, and they played it well. And um, I don't think nothing changes this week. Um, I think Philadelphia's got a real problem at quarterback. I just don't think he gets the ball off well and accurate. Um, you know, he's a great runner for sure, but mm-hmm. if you can't get the ball to the receivers, um, there's a problem. And um, I think I think Oakland has a better D line. I think they'll get after um, get after him. Hurts and. Um, yeah, I think Oakland's just going to win win all three phases of football um, this week, and um, I'm going to say they win by ten. All right. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, I'm uh, sorry. Did you? Yeah. Uh... I mean, I'm just going to give out my prediction. My prediction is just going to be that Vegas is going to win. I'm going to go with Randy. Vegas is going to win by ten. Oh, okay, I didn't mean to interject, man. I forgot that you didn't go yet. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, but yeah. Uh... Yeah, you know, um, with with what you said about Jalen Hurts, Randy, um, I just I, I feel like, yeah, like his, um, I I feel like if I was an Eagles fan, I would be like a questioning. I'm not I'm not necessarily sure it would be his accuracy per se. I would just maybe question his ability to get the ball down the field. You know, his uh his arm strength down the field, um. And that could be because of the way that the offensive coordinator is calling the plays. Maybe he's not 
trying because I mean you gotta you gotta realistically think here, right? Jalen Hurts is still within his first like bit of starting football games here because I mean he only played like a handful of games last season, right? And now he's into his first full year of starting at quarterback in the NFL. So basically this is like a continuation of his rookie slash college days because he's like doing one read, you know, one read either running or throwing the ball away, you know, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of going through your progressions yet because he's not at that stage in his career yet. Um, So with that being said, I, I feel like he's got he's got some room to grow. Um, I have seen some spurts to where he can uh, he can be a competent uh, quarterback in this league. I mean, and that has a lot to do with his legs, he, his abil- ability to make plays with his legs. And um, I feel like the, the you know there's a very high ceiling for this Eagles team in the future if he develops properly. But that's a big if. You know, that's always a big if. Honestly. Um, because I mean, some quarterbacks develop into, into stars and other quarterbacks don't, I mean, case in point, you know, some quarterbacks aren't as consistent and case in point, Daniel Jones, he's been very spotty his whole career. Some games, he looks like a very good quarterback. Other games, he looks like complete garbage, you know? So you never, you never really know. But if, um, if the Eagles do the right thing by him, I feel like he can be successful. That being said, into my prediction, I am going to go with the Raiders here. Um, you know, this offense showed that it didn't miss a beat last week. Um, you know, so uh, the Eagles defense is, you know, just outside of the top 10 in the league. So, I mean, they got a good front four still. Uh, maybe look for them to get pressure on the not-so-great Oakland O-line. Um, it, that could be a key for them to get a victory here. And if, you know, number 58 doesn't uh, taunt at the receiver again when he's has a, you know, pretty much a game ceiling tech up, but we're not going to go there, um, you know, but if he doesn't do that, then, you know, they might be in good shape. Um, yeah. So, but I, I got the Raiders in this by, I want to say, I'll say about like 10 points. I'll say the Raiders by 10 at home. Uh, Derek Carr is going to have a good day. I wouldn't trust Josh Jacobs at all. I, I just, you know, because, I mean, they're out of a league in rushing. He's just not been good. Josh Jacobs has not been good. Um, I mean, I'm I'm currently patiently waiting for Darren Walder to show the fuck back up because uh, I feel like he's been kind of underwhelming this year, to be honest. Uh, you know, he hasn't been as solid as I thought he was going to be because, I mean, that offense last year seemed to revolve around him and – this year, not so much. Uh, looks like Derek Carr is loving to throw to Hunter Renfro for some reason. I don't know what the hell's going on there, but that's his guy. So I don't know, but you know, still young of a season yet. So maybe, maybe Darren Waller finally gets a good game this week. Hopefully, for the love of God, please. So yeah, that's who I got in fantasy, and we're going on to the next game. Here we got. Houston going into Arizona to play the Cardinals. Do we really need to spend a whole lot of time on this? Because I don't think so. I got Arizona in this by a landslide. That's all I got to say. Brian, what you got? Houston by one. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting the boss on for that one. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, definitely definitely, uh, Cardinals by 
I'm gonna say 17. Keep it modest. Yep. Yeah, yeah. When when you talk about a complete football team playing great football, it's the Arizona Cardinals, right? Like it, it, it's it's the Arizona Cardinals, and I've said this from the start. I think I think they're the best team in their division, and and now I'm gonna say I think they're the best team in football right now. Um, like they're just their defense is playing really well. Their offense is playing really, really well. Um, and they're scoring a lot of points on good teams. Like they they went into Cleveland last week with with no head coach and beat the brakes off of the Browns. Beat the brakes off of them. So um obviously they're gonna beat the Texans. Um score's gonna be a lot to a little. Um and, and uh, I, I don't think the Cardinals only but one game have been out of the 30s. So I'm going to say they're going to they're going to win. Um, they're probably going to win by 21 points and they're going to score another 30 burger at least. So Cardinals win that. Do we see um, a 50 burger? What's that? Do we see a 50 burger? Do we finally see 50 that? burger? I don't know. Texans defense is semi decent. Uh, as far as like secondary, right? I, I mean, that's, I don't, mm. I don't see, 50, I don't see fifty on them. I don't see fifty on them. Uh, oh, maybe you know, if there is, this stuff <laughs> is coming out next week, boy. Yeah, um, we got the shameful, the shameful shame for you, Texans. Yeah, we got you covered. There you go. So fantasy wise, obviously, if they. Um, if they play for the for the Cardinals, you're, you're going to want to start them, right? So Edmonds, uh, Connor's been seeing a lot of the ball. Um, obviously, this is a come-home game for DeAndre Hopkins. So he's going to want to get some targets, um, you know, start the defense of the Cardinals as well. Um, A.J. Green's been getting 13-plus points a week. Uh, I don't see that changing. Uh, Christian Kirk's been seeing the end zone. So when you're talking about a team you want to play around, it's the Cardinals, especially this week. Um, Texans, uh, Brandon Cooks, you know, he's, he's our main receiver. He's going to get, he's going to get, you know, uh, he's going to get the the targets at least. Um, But other than that, I wouldn't start anybody else. (laughs) That's it. Uh, Breeze over game here. Breeze over game. I think, I think it'll be uh, quick and painless. Yeah. Um, and just for, for also for people out there, if you're looking at um, Zach Ertz, because he's, he's joining the team now, um, I would I might stay away from him this week. Yeah, definitely just to wait. see what his production looks like. And then going forward, you know, you can kind of judge him based off of that. But Zach Ertz went to bed two and four, and he's waking up six and oh. So yep. life's not bad for him. Now keep in mind also it's by Mageddon, so you might have to start him. That is true. That is true. It's <laughs> very true. Yep. All right, so we're gonna uh we're gonna go right into the next game here. We got uh Dub Bears going into Duh play. Bears. Bucks. Bears, Bears, Bucks, Battlestar Galactica. Oh yeah, the fourth down. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Oh yeah, this is a year removed from that. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh will Tom Brady remember what down it is this week? Hopefully they say it loud Bruh. enough and uh Raymond James. Bruh. Bruh. 
Oh man, he was like four, four, right? It's four. Stuff. It was already fourth down. Fifth. Do you know who I am? It's like when the, the referee and longest yard guy hitting the nuts with the football work down is it fifth? Fifth. <laughs> all right, yeah, but um yeah, I mean um with uh, all jokes aside though, um this is uh you know this is uh, uh this Bears team last season was uh surprisingly competitive with um Tampa Bay. Held them Held them to a, a not a lot of points, you you know, with this explosive as this offense could be. Like th- this Bears team has ga- gave them a struggle, you know. This um, so I mean, I mean, you would look at this game like just seeing their records and be like, oh, the Bucks got this right. I don't know, you know, this could be a this could be a lot closer of a game than people think because of what happened last year. Um, and obviously the Bears won this game last year, so. I mean, I'm going to take the Bucks in this one, but I I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears upset them again, you know, because this mm-hmm. defense that the Bears have is very stingy. It's very stingy. You know, that Roquan Smith is leading that defense very well in in Chicago. So, but if they're going to if they're going to win, they're going to have to play a very good defense in Tampa Bay too and, you know, I don't know how rookie Justin Fields will fare against them. He might do okay, he might not. But I don't know. I got the Bucks in this one. I mean, obviously, I'm going to pick the defending Super Bowl champions to win this game. Um, you know, them having the fourth-ranked offense in the league, 10th-ranked defense, first-ranked passing, uh, passing offense, and 27th rushing, even though, uh, you know, Leonard Fournette is no scrub. You know what I mean? He's, uh, he's been, he's been uh, doing well catching out of the backfield. That's why they have the number one passing offense. Um, so that that's what they what that they use him more coming out of the backfield. So I got the Bucks to win this game. I'll say by I'll say by seven. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take the Bears completely out of this one. I'll say by seven. Yeah, um, I think this game's actually um kind of interesting, right? So when when you look at it, the Bears um offensively are really good at running the ball, but not so much passing the ball. And right. the Bucks defense doesn't let you run, but they let you pass. So I think we're finally going to see if Justin Fields can throw the ball down the field and win a game by using his arm. And yeah. that's that's interesting for me. I, I um, And then on the other side, too, I mean, Tom Brady doesn't play well under pressure. I mean, I'm a Pats fan. I've seen it for years. The The Bears, they have a great D-line. Their D-line is is insane. So Khalil Mack in your face and Hicks in your face all game. Um, I can't imagine you're going to have a lot of good passes thrown out. Um, I do think the game's going to be a lot closer than what the records, um, their individual records say, but um, I just think the bears are, are just not there yet um, with a rookie QB. And um, I think the bucks will win it. Um, I'm going to say the bucks win it by 14 and um, yeah, so you're going to take the Bucks with the spread then, because the spread is uh, the Bucks by 12. Yeah, I'm going to say Bucks by 14, and and it's solely just based off of their off their their offensive passing. The Bears is, just isn't there yet, and they're not they're not going to run the ball. I I have Herbert on my on my fantasy, and he's he's benched because I just don't think Tampa lets you run the ball. It's not fair. So. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, fourteen by by bucks. Yeah. So, um, talking talking about last year's game, uh, I believe it was an eighteen to nineteen win. It was a one point win. Um, as much as you know, Chicago played well as as well as you know uh, the penalties that that the Bucks had. You know, miscommunications and and everything. You know, hurt hurt them that game as well. I mean, they had over a hundred plus yards of just penalty yardage in that game last year. Um, ultimately, this game, you know, I, I've liked what I've seen out of the Bears defense. Um, they held their own. You know, pretty well against Aaron Rodgers uh, last week. You know, they, I mean, they went up what fourteen nothing on him early, I believe it was. So, I mean, uh, but if there if there is any day for Justin Fields to have a good passing day, it is going to be Sunday. Um, and you'd when, think they would have a good passing day too, since Aaron Rodgers, you know, owns them. You know, they would. Right. So. Um, oh man, yeah, you know, we, we obviously we still have key people out. Uh, what, what's gonna hurt us? Uh, Richard Sherman is out, uh, Levante God. David is out, God. um, Gronk is still gonna be out, AB is out this week. Um, yeah, so lots of lots of injuries. Um, I don't know if Sean Murphy Bunting is coming back yet. I didn't see him on the inactive list, so he might be back. Coming back from that dislocated elbow from week one, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm obviously gonna take the box, but I'm, I'm gonna keep it close though, because I really do think that, you know, as we've all said, that the the records don't show, you know, how the teams have been playing. So I'm, I'm gonna keep it at. Uh, like Jake had said, I'm going to keep it at a seven-point game for the Bucs. Um, but li- literally, there's no in-between. I mean, it's either going to be a close game or it's going to be a blowout. I mean, there's there's literally no in-between for this game. So, but yeah, I'm taking Bucks by seven. Uh, as far as fantasy goes, um, for the Bucs, uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, OJ Howard has been getting a lot of touches. Uh, so he might sneak into the end zone. Uh, Leonard Fournette catching out of the backfield has been, has been, you know, helpful, especially if you're in a PPR league, uh, for Chicago, um, you can probably look at Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson has been doing decent this year. Uh, yeah, just like Randy had said, I wouldn't start Herbert. Uh, the Bucks still have that number one rushing defense, at least. Um, and if if Justin Fields passes the ball, I mean, you could probably look at Justin Fields. I mean, Justin Fields, like I said, he could have – if he's going to have a good day throwing, it's going to be on Sunday. Yeah. If you're, if you're in, a, like, a must, like, you got to start somebody situation, then, yeah. Because of the Bimageddon, right? Right, the buy them again. The buy them again. Really, you, you like? I would just like to, also, you know, just like to also interject. If there's ever a baseball player out there that's named Sean Murphy, I feel like he'd always be bunting for some reason. That's he'd just, be bunting. He'd just be bunting. <laughs> he's gonna bunt once or twice. He's gonna bunt a couple times. The coach, Sean Murphy's bunting. 
I'm sorry, I had to. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist the dad joke there. I just couldn't. Or and, and it's funny because I have no kids, so you know there there's that. Poor dad joke. You know, out of the two guys on this on the screen right now, the one guy that doesn't have the kids makes the dad joke. What <laughs> what world are we living in here? Yeah, but BJ, these bitches are your sons. Oh boy. Oh boy. God. Oh boy. <laughs> Moving on. Oh god. On a scale of one to odd, I can't even right now. <laughs> Moving on to our first primetime game. Ooh. Sunday night football. It's gonna be a Ooh. hell of a game. If there's <gasps> if... <sighs> If there is anything else on TV, I'd probably watch it. Watch it. I'd rather watch um, paint dry than this game. Yeah. So Indianapolis going into San Francisco. Uh, I think Jimmy G is getting the start uh, because Trey Lance is hurt. So I'm pretty sure Jimmy G is ready to go uh, for this game. Um, but on that, though, I think T.Y. Hilton comes back for a game, but then he goes right back out, I believe. And gets injured. So, <laughs> yeah. So, that horseshoe of a logo doesn't mean anything for Indianapolis. Um, I'm going to take San Francisco by uh, something. I feel like this is going to be a really weird game. I'm going to take San Francisco by five. Like, I just feel like this is just going to be such an odd game. Hmm. All right, Randy, what you got, buddy? Yeah, so, um, again, like, I, I really feel like the NFL struggling for primetime games here. Like, uh, this game's going to be interesting, and only because both teams are struggling. And I think that's the only thing that keeps it interesting, is, is neither one of them are really good, and neither one of them are really bad. Um, with that being said, um, I think – the Colts are playing decent right now, running the ball, and I think that's going to get them the win with with uh, with Jonathan Taylor. Um, the dude's a force these last two weeks, and I, I think he's just going to continue it. Um, obviously, you know, San Fran, no Kittle. You know, I, I just – I don't even know who their number one receiver is right now. Um, and then their running backs, who knows who's going to be the running back. So, um, I think, I think the Colts are just playing better ball right now. And I think that's just going to get the win. I think it's going to be a close game again. Neither one are really bad. Neither one are really good. Um, I'm going to say Colts by three. Yeah. Um, like NFL, what the, what the hell are you doing with this matchup, man? It like. All right, even, like, in the preseason, okay, like, logically thinking here, who the hell thought this was a good idea in the preseason to be like, oh, yeah, they we should put this in the Sunday night slot? Like, like I could name, like, three other games that would have been well more deserving of that. Uh, how, about, how about the Titans and the Chiefs? That would have been a deserving one. Um, how about... Uh, Bengals-Ravens. The, the, the Bengals Ravens, a divisional matchup. That would have been a good one. Hell, I would even say the Eagles and the Raiders are more deserving of that slot. Um, 
or the Bucks and the uh, Bucks and the Bears. Why not? Tom Brady, that's he's always on prime time. Why not put him on prime time here? He lost to this team last year. Uh, in prime time. Like, I mean, you got options here. Or how about maybe? Nah, I won't say JJ Watt going up against his old team. That's going to be a massacre. Or you know, Matt Stafford going up against his old team. That's going to be a massacre. But I mean, there's there's other games that you could have put here. Putting these two teams. I mean, who really outside of the two teams' fan bases is going to watch this game? What What is drawing people to watch this game? Like, what? What? I, I, I George Kittle? I mean, he's a great tight end. Don't get me wrong. And I guess, I guess it's National Tight Ends Day this Sunday, so maybe that's why they put it on there, just, for, just to give George Kittle a primetime game on National Tight Ends Day? I don't know. I don't he's know. Dead. He's on IR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, so what? Like, tell me what is the logical reason for this being a primetime game? This just makes no sense. Like, this game, this is going to be another primetime game. This could be two weeks in a row that I'm going to boycott. I'm not going to watch this game. I'm not going to watch this game because it's absolute garbage of a matchup. It's trash. I'll be in bed by kickoff. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not not even going to give a fuck about this game. Honestly, but if, if you are going to give a fuck about this game and you want to know who's you, you could start on fantasy, I mean, Jonathan Taylor is kind of a, a, a must start at this point because I mean, he's just proven that he's already in year two, one of the top, one of the top running backs in the league. He's just shown it, you know, the kid, the kid's phenomenal. I mean, they got the 11th best rushing offense in the league. Um, I mean, you know what? I'll say that just because of how much I don't care about this game, I'm going to say they tie. You know what? It's going to be a tie. We're going to get our first tie of the year. How about that? All right. You know, uh, on the um, on San Fran side, this for you, uh, this for you uh, there, Mr. Heel. Uh, don't trust any San Fran running back. Don't do it. Just Stay the fuck away from San Fran's backfield. And if you have the option and you're not a Colts or a Niners fan, don't watch this game. It's just terrible. It's just terrible. I mean, if you're that big of a football fan and you got nothing else better to do, okay, I won't be upset at you. But honestly, this they need to do a better job of picking primetime matchups. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Which brings us into our next poopy primetime matchup. We got the Saints going into Seattle to play the Geno Smith-led Seahawks. This is what, three three prime, three, three primetime games in a row for Seattle? Right. Thursday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night? Right. Back to back to back? Back to back to back. I mean, this would have been cool if, you know, like Russ what? or Russ was playing or if, you know, Drew Brees was still the Saints quarterback, but I mean, it's Jameis Winston. Anybody, Jameis, Jameis. anybody in the prime time to watch Geno Smith versus Jameis Winston? No. I don't know. I actually, actually, I think, I mean, I'd like to watch Jameis Winston because, I mean, being a Bucs fan, I just want to see him, you know, be successful. I mean, seeing what, you know, but that, that I mean, that that's really about it. Um, and <laughs> I think he will you're be being, successful. You're being too much, Brian. I am. I am being too nice. But after after five years of suffering, I can be too nice. Um, 
And I think I think he will do do well against you know the thirty second ranked defense in the NFL. Um, uh, I know there was word around that they might get Michael Thomas back this week. Um, so who knows? But if we're going to talk about predictions in this matchup, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, eating W's. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to take the Saints in this matchup. Obviously, I mean, I just, Geno Smith is not, he's not that it factor. Uh, so I'm going to take, I'm going to take New Orleans by seventeen. I hope you're not hungry because Russ ain't there to cook. Randy, take it away. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gino's eating uh, tonight. Now, uh, this is for the NFL, right? This is yeah, the prime yeah, time for this game. game, seriously. This is the, the primetime prime game right? from the NFL for the last couple of weeks, you know? This, this, NFL. this is how I'm predicting the rest of the freaking guy. What, what is this? You know, like, Russ is not cooking. Jameis is eating. It's as simple as that. Um, <laughs> that's just how it's going, you know. It's this is how it's going. Seattle doesn't have uh, they don't have their starting running back, they don't have um, their starting quarterback, and their offense or their defense can be suspect at times. Um, that being said, I think um, I think the Saints have a better offense and a better defense, and I think they just I think they win it not by not by a whole lot, but probably like ten points. Um. Fantasy, obviously, Camara. Uh, you want to you want to set and forget him on Bymageddon. Um, You know, obviously, you want to want you know as as bad as um, you know Seattle's running backs are. Collins is probably going to be a, a good pickup just to have because you you got a guy on buy. Um, DK Metcalf, you know, he'll make plays himself even if Geno's throwing the ball. And um, yeah, I, I, that's what I would do fantasy wise. Again, uh, very disappointing um, primetime games. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That take was just as interesting as the game's going to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But other than that, I mean, that concludes our four o'clock games and our primetime games. Uh, oh, wait, I didn't even oh, give my oh. prediction of this game. Another tie. There you go. I, oh, wow. <laughs> We're going to have two Couple ties in one week. Couple of ties. Shame on you, NFL. Shame Another on you. Tie. All right. But as always, we appreciate Randy stopping by, giving his uh, fancy implications and his predictions, and joining us on KFR Sportscast. Uh, make sure if you're not already subscribing to our YouTube channel, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit that little bell so you know when these videos come out. If you can't watch us on YouTube, then you can listen to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Everywhere that you go, we can go with you. Uh, merch. You can pick up merch. It is in the link below in the description. You can always grab it. It's always available. Uh, and you can follow us on KF, uh, follow KFR on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KFRSPRTS cast always putting up polls and questions for you guys. So we can interact with you guys on uh, the Sunday matchups and the Monday night matchups. Uh, but if you're not watching these primetime games and you can look forward to next Thursday because it'll be the Packers and the Cardinals. If that's not a primetime game, 
That's wow. going to be a primetime game. You got one right finally. Holy shit. It's a fucking miracle. But we won't spoil that just yet, but you can be on the lookout for that, that video as the week progresses. And as always, thank you for joining us here at KFR Sportscast. This has been BG Brian Gilbert, Big Sexy Jake, and our guest Randy Moses signing Sports off for cast. now. Peace Man, out. Big Sexy out.